0: Okay, this is episode four of the Exopod Pod Show, and you know what, I feel like I've kind of worked out the kinks enough, at least, to have my good friends Dave and Ashley Willis <laughs> on the XO Pod Show, uh, and I want to spend just a little bit of time, because most people don't really understand what the Exopod Pod Show is all about, because, I mean, it's not the number one marriage podcast in America, that's what you guys have.
1: Yet, but you know, it's you're well on your way. You're well your way.
0: But this is this is an opportunity to have a little bit more in-depth conversations, spend a little bit more time talking through some some maybe off-topic, uh, off the beaten path uh, issues that are going on in the world, and we can talk about marriage all day long. And there's a lot of podcasts out there that do that. Uh, Real marriage with Mark and Grace Driscoll, Marriage Today with my parents, Naked Marriage with David Ashley Willis. So this is an opportunity for us to get to know the people behind sometimes the microphone. Or just the people that are part of the EXO community. Or just interesting people in general. So the first three episodes, in fact, the first episode was Chris and Paulette Monroe. Dear friends. Right. Yeah. Who, uh, who came from the EXO pod show to the Naked Marriage podcast. And uh, that was great. It was an awesome opportunity to talk to them. But even within an hour, our, our show was an hour that day. I didn't feel like I got enough time to talk about everything with them. I didn't get into the whole Nike side of yeah. what Chris does. And really didn't get into a lot of the background of Paulette's uh, fitness. I mean, mm-hmm. it was just, you can just touch on certain things. Yeah. So this is an opportunity to get to know Dave and Ashley Willis from a different angle. yeah. And uh, a fun angle. And get to know sort of just some things that y'all might not have an opportunity to talk about uh, on your program. or I mean, y'all are always on social mm-hmm. media. I mean, y'all, y'all do a well, great Ashley job. Well, Ashley
1: is, she is so good at it. Like,
2: okay. No, it takes both of us for sure.
1: I don't even realize I'm on some of the time when I'm on. Like I'll just be sleeping and she'll be holding the phone <laughs> over my. Sure, no, she. True. But she's she's good at staying engaged.
0: So I, I was I was uh, enjoying the Insta story of the Bucky's yes, trip. Yes. Yes. And yeah. I. I don't laugh out loud by myself very often, but I was laughing out loud.
2: <laughs> he turned me like I was not a Bucky's fan and I left well, a Beaver believer. So She yeah.
1: was kind of a snob about. It. Yeah, I mean, and she's not a snob about anything. She's she's very willing to try new things. She's, you know, she'll roll up her sleeves and and try whatever, but but there was something about Bucky's that she just convinced herself like that's not for me. It's not
2: my place.
0: I'm I'm a little bit above Bucky's. I've never st- I've never stepped foot in a to Bucky's, no, well, and there's to, one though. like ten minutes from my house. Well, you're missing out you, because
2: it's it's an experience.
0: There's
1: never been more snacks, of yes. more shapes and sizes, and more people of more shapes and sizes. That is true. Then you will see in a Bucky's. It's <laughs> like if Disney World and a flea market had a baby, but it, it kept would be. It really and Walmart clean.
0: grew it. The Walmart <laughs> raised the baby.
1: And
2: yes. And <laughs> Walmart
1: raised the baby and turned it into a gas station. You'd have Bucky's, and it's glorious.
0: I think it is one yes. of those things. Like Ashley probably feels it's like if everyone's going there. I'll just I'll just go to the Exxon next door, which is going to yes. be less people, yeah. same gas.
1: Yes. Well, and to I give don't... context, because this is a semi-regional thing, I'm learning. So, like, if you're listening internationally or in some parts of the U.S., you're like, "What is Bucky's?" Okay, Bucky's is not yet a sponsor of the Exopod show. Not yet. They should be. <laughs> they should be. <laughs> but it is a huge gas station chain that has, it's like a, this massive store inside with all kinds of different. Foods. It's and more
2: than a convenience store. It's
1: much more than a convenience store. It's got
2: gifts. Like and I could buy It's not a truck stop because
1: semi trucks are not allowed, which is part of their unique model. It's just all regular. You wouldn't cars. think
0: that because it's packed. I mean there's people yeah. and cars everywhere. Yes, yes. That's probably one of the deterrents for me is yes. every time I drive by there, it feels like it's a Costco on a Saturday morning. It just feels like it's right. packed. It that is. It's kind of That's it is how I kind feel. of Costco esque. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it is. Well, it was a funny <laughs> I'm just story. I'm glad you liked I enjoyed it. it.
1: So yeah, we're so at we Dave fun. and Ashley Willis on Instagram if you want to follow along with marriage adventures and random gas station stops and everything yes. in between. Well,
2: <laughs> Same on TikTok. That's where that video is, too.
0: TikTok? Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. That's where all the kids are. That's where all the kids are. <laughs> no, we've had a busy spring. I mean, we've had a really busy spring. And just this last weekend, y'all were in uh, Birmingham, Alabama, doing Church of the Highlands. Mm-hmm. So talk a little bit about the experience there. That was the Church of the Highlands conference, marriage conference, for those who are not aware of it., um, it's kind of like the Marriage conference, yeah. except. It's just typically one speaker. So you all had the whole, yeah the whole uh, time and and all the sessions. So talk about what happened last weekend. how was it?
1: Yeah, I loved it. I mean, kind of like kind of like your pod show, the Exo Pod show, it's kind of more long form in terms of the the sessions because it was just us, like you said. So we got to really kind of dive in and unpack stuff. And so it was it was a total of like over three hours of talking mm-hmm. over Friday night and Saturday. For us to really unpack things and yeah. make a deep connection with with folks, and it, it felt it felt meaningful to us. We love that church. We love all the churches where the EXO marriage tour goes, and then Highlands doing their own event. Um, they're just a really special place. They're some of the best hosts ever. If you're listening from any of the Church of the Highlands campuses, guys, thank you for just everything you do. They're just an yeah. extraordinary church. We had a great time.
2: We did. They're just so encouraging. I mean, the entire staff, and it's really all hands on deck, and they. They kind of every year have this marriage conference, and it's just really cool. So we were there with your dad, you know, a couple of years ago, mm-hmm, and it was so much fun. Yeah, in 2020, and really like right before everything shut down. It was. And so it was a really, you know, I remember that conference, and we had several people come up and say, you know, they had come to that conference maybe reluctantly thinking like their marriage wasn't going to make it, and then here they are two years later, and I mean, several times they were like, oh my gosh, you know, we just wanted to let you know how much, you know, whatever it was that that really, you know, God used to kind of move in their marriage, made such an impact and here they were again and they were just glowing, you oh, know, you could see the joy on their faces. So, we love that. And we did two meet and greets at this and it was just fun to get to meet people. One thing that really surprised me about this particular event was the amount of engaged couples and seriously dating couples. So, that was really cool because Interesting. But they yeah, promote
0: do they promote it to those groups of people at the church?
2: I, I would think they do, but I did have, like, there was another couple in the line. They were like, man, out of all the years, I don't even know how many years they've been doing it, but they said this year there is, like, a notable amount of engaged and seriously dating couples, that's awesome. which I thought was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Did
0: people put that off during the pandemic? Were they just now kind of getting back maybe. into the gear of thinking about marriage? I had not I thought know. of it
1: that, that way. Maybe but that's I it, think, Brent. I that might it. be it. Yeah. I think I mean, people did get married during the pandemic, of course, but mm-hmm. but maybe some of these folks had kind of planned it out to do it that, later. Or That
2: might be it, because it, it was. It, I noticed that, too, but it was exciting, because it's a yeah. great way to start your marriage. So
0: Did they do a vow renewal at the end?
2: We did. It wasn't a totally a vow renewal. We like to call it a it's marriage our, Hey, listen, hold on. EXO is the
0: signature <laughs> vow renewal. Yes. It it nobody <laughs> can copy that. <laughs>
2: That's so yeah, true. No, nobody so can,
1: true. can copy that. So what we did... To, to make them come to EXO for like the the legit full Jimmy and Karen Evans vow renewal. Which yes. once you once you do the Jimmy and Karen Evans vow renewal, it's like you're almost guaranteed to never get divorced after that because right. there's <laughs> just, I mean, I won't I
0: won't I won't legally offer well, we that. You can't but, legally say that, but, <laughs> but I will definitely spiritually offer that. Spiritually yes. for
1: sure. You, but I mean here in, I've 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 walked through that with Jimmy and Karen multiple times, mm-hmm. and I'm telling you like every time it's like I'm I'm misty eyed, and there's something so powerful in that moment. So we didn't yeah. try to do that moment, we just, we did like a, what did we call it?
2: A marriage declaration. There,
1: yeah, where they would yeah. stand and look at each other, and instead of exchanging vows again, we had them um, repeat at the same time, like four statements that I would gladly choose you all over again. I'll work to make our future even better than our past. Um, I promise to make Christ the foundation of it all, and and I pledge to love you with my whole heart mm-hmm. f- forever, for the rest of our lives, and, and then... And they kissed. And then kissed. So yes. it was it was kind of like our... Um, you know, it
0: wasn't the vow renewal, but it was it was a special yeah, way to it's end. A commitment. to
2: mark yeah. the moment. It's like when yeah. Joel
0: Osteen on Sunday morning gets up and says, Hello, everybody, hold up their Bible. This, this <laughs> is
2: my Bible. This is my wedding <laughs> ring. Yes.
0: Yeah. I am
1: what it uh, says I am. <laughs> <laughs> I can do uh,
0: what it says I can do." It's very, I mean, it, it's one of his signature things that <laughs> he is. does. If you go to Lakewood, you got to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I want to spend some time talking about so the the EXO ministry that y'all are part of. Y'all been here for five years now. Twenty seventeen, yeah. I think, yes. was. And we love it.
2: We do, we love, love, love it.
0: love it. Uh but you know, the the uh, the, the beginning, the middle and now where we are now is a lot of people are now following you guys. I mean, just know who you are, your your message. I am uh, just like with my parents, they were on T V, right? And so there's this one way kind of communication, but then you see all these people show up and they're like, I love you guys. I love watching <laughs> you, I love your uh, you know, T V show but now for you, I'm watching the same thing happen with the Naked Marriage podcast. People are showing up, or if you even, even read the reviews. People are saying, "I just stumbled across the podcast, mm-hmm. and I'm binging every episode." And the people show up at the conferences. And a lot of times, back in the day, people were finding the conferences through the TV show, right. through our email list. Now they're finding them through the podcast and through through you guys' channel. So, talk about the the just that you know time spent in XO. What it's meant for you guys in terms of marriage ministry? How do you feel about it now and the future? And uh, I found you guys through a an email. Dave was wearing a vest.
1: <laughs> that's <laughs> right. I'm bringing it, it back. Cause uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: first. You wrote for Pathos. Both of you wrote for Pathos. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I guess every week or whatever it was. And there was a there was a Dave email going out. Yep. I stumbled across it, and that's kind of how we found each other. It was just through the content that y'all were producing. But now, fast forward all these years, and our kids are older, and mm-hmm. we've got a lot of you know tread on the tires that been has been worn down through the marriage ministry. Talk about how y'all feel about everything.
1: Man, where to start? I know.
0: We still kind of pinch ourselves that we
1: get to be be part of this adventure with XL. We really do. Like it's 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 an incredible team here. It's an incredible culture that that you've created. And just to see the life change that's happening, I, I, I can't imagine more fulfilling work. Like that we get to do this and be part of it is right. like just one of the most deeply gratifying Parts of our lives, and and to get to meet folks, um, at the EXO events we try to always do a meet and greet, and folks will come and give us a hug, and and to hear their stories, and to hear how this ministry has, has helped take them from where they were to where they are, from right. maybe feeling like their marriage wasn't going to make it to now thriving, or maybe they didn't even know Jesus at all, and this ministry just reaching out for marriage help ultimately introduced them into a relationship with Christ, and and like, and so this doesn't just have a like a lifelong impact in their life. But now this ministry's had an eternal impact in their life. and it's it's just moving. like, I mean, it's it's really moving. and and I and for us, it's the most exciting time in ministry that we've ever been part of with, you know, the headquarters being built now um here in South Lake Texas, the marriage capital of the world. Yes. Yes. you all come visit because it's just uh, I'm telling you as soon as you get within the city limits, your marriage feels stronger because oh, of, yeah. <laughs> of the exo exo influence. um. And the, in, the, the events happening again, uh, seeing the, the enthusiasm of folks coming to the live events, it's just, it's an electric time um, in the ministry. And, of yeah. course, getting to do it side by side with the love of my life, who yes. is just awesome, <laughs> is, a, is a real gift.
2: You're so silly.
0: Well, yes. I want to ask this to you, Ashley, because one of the things that's unique about the two of you is y'all speak very well together. Like, y'all do a good job of, it's like, it's like a... Volleying match, you know, you you have the <laughs> ball, and then you hit it back to each other, and you wait till the other person hits it back to you. That's the way it should be on stage, in an environment where you have a conference. You know, you you can't be talking all over one all over one another. you will do a great job of, of that. Is that something that y'all practice, Is it something? I mean, it, and I, and it's almost y'all had a drama, like a background in college. It's almost like y'all took those pieces and applied them on stage. So talk about how you how you work up your uh, sessions. How you work up your content?
2: Yes. No. We love that. Yeah. We actually just to give a little background on us. We met in acting class. Acting one class, and we actually took acting two class together as well. Right,
1: so we're basically pros. You
2: know, I mean, come on.
1: Acting two pushed <laughs> us over the top.
2: That's right. No, it was part of our major. We majored in communication arts, and so we did get a little of that practice. We both have been, you know, we've been in plays and stuff like that and done a lot of public speaking over the years. Dave actually has been a professor of public speaking. So we have that background, but, you know, it is a, it's, a whole, it's one thing to speak by yourself, but it's an entirely different thing to speak with someone else no matter how much you love them. And so you have to practice and you have to understand the flow. And also within the time limit, you know, you have to really know like what exactly are we wanting to say here? We have to be very specific within a limited amount of time. And so we practice. I mean, we try to run through it, I would say, at least five times. So how do you get
0: through without him making you laugh the whole time?
2: Oh, he makes me laugh. <laughs> <He's coming laughs> Honestly, the whole time. well, I one do. of our practices. She gets
0: mad at me.
1: I'll say not. I, I'm so sorry to interrupt. But no, like,
2: go ahead.
1: I want to hear what you I'm just like that that's a tension that we cuz like I want to just be silly too much and like Yes. and <laughs> and without her there to ground me like it would just be like like really bad cheesy stand up comedy probably. That's and not true. But with her like she's she is the one that really, like, is the heart of, of the content and the, the meat. And I'm always like, we got to have something funny here. we got to do something funny here. And she'll be like, we're not just clowns up there. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 like, and I'm not like, jesters. so we live in that tension. <laughs> She's like, we're serious. I don't say like, it yeah like we, that. I don't, that's not at all. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a terrible impression you. <laughs> because you heard that is not <laughs> all <laughs> how you talk. It was you're, totally you're, accurate. That you're that lovely brilliant. and brilliant, but it's just me trying to be silly again. And so you you keep me grounded and remind me that, like, exactly <laughs> It's all about the con. It's all about leading people to moments that are going to be impactful yes. for them. And I try to use humor to help get people there, but really, like, I can very easily get off the rails. <laughs> and she is the one who wisely embraces the, the moment and the humor. She's got an awesome sense of humor that brings us back to where there's going to be a real moment. And she is a master at creating those moments.
2: It takes both of us, though. Like, I think between the two of us, we balance each other. But, I mean, Dave has been a pastor for many years, so he's used to having all that time. And you always put in like very heartfelt moments. You have a lot of meat in your messages. But I do think, you know, whenever we start a a message, we know kind of, you know, we we usually pray about it and we usually know kind of what subject matter we're going to be speaking on. But then we honestly, we plan it out through walks. Like we go on long walks nearly every day and we talk through stuff. And then we, Dave actually focuses on what funny stories do we want to share this year and Mm -hmm. can they fit here? And I'm the one where he's like, I can make a funny story fit anywhere. And I'm like, I literally am that audience member where if someone doesn't make it work and there's no segue, there's nothing. I'm cringing inside. And yeah. I don't know why, but I am, and I'm just like, oh, it's uncomfortable make it for work, everyone in the audience. Give me a segue. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. It just makes yeah. me cringe. And so Dave's like, you don't have to have a segue, and I'm like, but we we gotta have <laughs> something to make this. I know that you this. do. You know? I'm
1: just trying to lobby for, you know, for the funny stories. Well, I
2: think there's some where if they're just like an outlier, they can stay on their own. But we do. We try to. We hash through that. Like what. You know, where does it need some, like, reprieve? Like, we need to give people a little place to laugh and give it, you know, some levity. But then we also, we want to make sure, I mean, the whole point of us speaking there is to help people. Yeah, minister of marriages. Exactly. And so we're like, what is the main thing we're trying to say? How can we demonstrate it in some way? Like, this year we used some props. We don't always use props. But we just thought, you know, it's been a little bit since we used a visual, you know, a visual prop. And so we did that and we just kind of talked through that. And then when you are using some kind of prop on stage, you have to practice because it may not work. I mean, you have to, especially with two people, you have to know how am I walking around this and where are we crossing each other? Where are we going to stand? Mm -hmm. And not, you know, with us, we really try to, to practice to where we can present this in a way that's not distracting, that really gets to the heart of it. But we also try to leave enough room to where if we're feeling the Holy Spirit, you know, leading us to camp out on something. Then we have that room, and that that is a hard balance. But you know, we really try to do that, and we try to
1: make adjustments too as we go. Because like even this year, we did Exo Grapevine first, which was an amazing event, one of the most fun events that we've done. And thank you to Fellowship Church, Mm -hmm. incredible hosts. And our second talk there, the where we had the four chairs on stage, um, I went through like we were. I was supposed to do like a quick overview of all four of the chairs representing these four seasons of sex. You know, beach babies busy, broken, and like just do a quick overview. And then we were going to go back and talk to him. But as I was giving the overview, like I got a little long winded with each one. And there was kind of a long, awkward, awkward for us um, p- time of like me talking too much. And we try to really. Be mindful of that because if one of us is talking too long, then it just kind of creates, you know, an awkward tension, and we want to have it back and forth. So safe word. Safe word. Yeah, <laughs> Philadelphia. <laughs> so we, uh, Philadelphia. So we. So we. <laughs> so we. we uh, that reminds
0: me, Dave, that time we were in Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I'll be listening for that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so if you, you hear that on stage, you'll know. But we, you know, we. Kind of had, like, a post-game review, and we're talking through it, and I realized that I had I'd done that, and it had kind of thrown off the flow. Even so you though, do
0: watch the video back. You watch it, and you kind of go through... Well, we
1: watch the video back, but even in real time, like, how did that feel? Like, we always, mm-hmm. afterwards. And, and then, um, you know, we talked through that part, and so the next time we did it in Houston at Grace Church, another great church. We love mm-hmm. you guys. Thanks for being such amazing hosts. And we we made those modifications. And, and to a person just watching, it would be subtle, but mm-hmm. um, hopefully subtle, But but to us, like, we we try to give a lot of thought to to those details and how the back and forth is is going in particular. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: What I love about the conferences is, is that people don't see this always because it just feels like the speakers are coming out and they're all really really good. But behind the scenes, we're all friends. I mean, yeah. there's such a great camaraderie behind the scenes, and y'all have done a great job of of building those relationships over the years with so many of just not just the pastors and the hosts, but with uh, with uh, Attendees uh, mm-hmm. and the uh, people speaking, like Dan Leanne, he lives yeah. two hours from you guys, and y'all go spend time with him. Yeah. And I love that that's part of the culture of of our conferences and of XO. And if you're listening to this and not watching, um, Dave and Ashley touch each other a lot. They're they're <laughs> very much in love. There's a lot of there's a lot of touching and holding and, yeah. which re- leads me to uh, something that I feel like we're on the cusp of a new trend that y'all are starting, the second honeymoon. Yes. Mm. Yes.
2: We are all about any kind of and third and travel. fourth and
0: fifth and. Yes. S- Stephanie mentioned that last night. It's <laughs> it's a, something that a lot of couples I think can identify with mm-hmm. of having an opportunity because a first honeymoon. Uh, Maggie, who's in here, uh, part of the EXO team, she just had a honeymoon. Maggie's awesome. Our favorite newlywed. But she's yes. too close to her honeymoon. My honeymoon was 22 years ago. No, wait, mm-hmm. 24 years ago. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> Stephanie. 24 years and three weeks. So the the idea we went to Jamaica. Oh yeah. <laughs> nice. Not so great. You land in Jamaica. Really? You drive through squalor, mm. really depressing drive. Well, first of all, I got off the flight. Uh, I go straight, you know, to the bathroom after the flight, and a guy's offering me. You want some ganja men? Yeah. Whatever. I can't do a Jamaican accent. Hey, man. Hey man. Welcome to Jamaica. <laughs> hey, man. You, you want, want some jerk chicken, man? They do have great accents. They yes. do. Yeah. So he's different. offered me weed in the in the bathroom right when I get off the the flight. Mm-hmm. And Sounds like my middle school. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: not, <laughs> I'm telling you that it's not true. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't.
0: my. No. And then we get on this bus that takes us to the resort. It's a it's a, it's it's an all-inclusive place. you got to think this was in 1998. Mm-hmm. And seven had no money. And we... We had found this place through a travel agency in Amarillo, Texas. It was called Siboney, and it was an all-inclusive resort. And we get there, and it rains every day we're there. Oh, uh, like, no time outside. And the only time we went outside, it, it kind of eased up. We went to the beach. And another guy came up on a boat and offered us more weed. You we really <laughs> are so, that weed, aren't they? And this other guy that was next to us said, what that guy will do is he'll sell you weed, and he'll go tell the cops <gasps> and get money from the cops because it'll all do like goodness. a full circle thing. Yeah. So the cop will bust you and then you'll have to pay the cop to get off. Anyway, it was my honeymoon uh, and, and it was, yes. it was great, <laughs> but also I'd love to do it again. So second honeymoon yes. sounds nice, <laughs> but some yes. people are intentional about that. So yeah. the intentionality of saying like last year, you all went to Costa Rica mm. and said, so this is kind of our rejuvenation of the marriage in our yeah. second honeymoon. Is that right? I mean, talk Man, to, it
2: was so nice.
0: We,
1: oh, we are all about like early on, like we, we decided we we want to be rich in experiences because, you know, I saw a t-shirt one time that spoke to me. It said, travel's the only thing you can buy that makes you richer. Mm-hmm. And I would argue like stocks and bonds and real estate also would make you richer. <laughs> but, but I, but like the, the, the point of it was it's like an investment that you make and it, it helps to just enrich your overall life. And so we'd not traveled a lot growing up, like, you know, our families really. just didn't have, you know, have the means or the, or maybe the priority for that. It wasn't their experience. They were, we had wonderful childhoods. Mm-hmm. We, we didn't, Want for anything, but we didn't have a lot of those experiences, and so we were broke as could be when we started out in our marriage. We were like, let's figure out a way to travel, let's let's see things and experience things, and so we've you know we've tried to to do that, and like and it even kind of translates over into we don't give each other big gifts, you know. For instance, right now I don't know if you could see, I'm gonna show him your ring. So right now Ashley's wearing this what looks to be like a Kim Kardashian, $50, yeah, it's, fifty thousand dollar diamond. Me. It's a uh, this is a Fifty dollar Amazon.com cubic zirconia. Wow. So
2: gold plate over now, silver.
1: She had a real yes. diamond at one time, not nearly that big. It was very small, very modest. I bought it when we were I was in college, worked hard for it, put it on layaway, and um, she wore it proudly. But then it popped out of a ring. He went to Jared. He went to yeah. no, I went to like it, like <laughs> it wasn't Jared's, it was like uh, Bobby's, you know or something carl's carl carl's poncho carl's no, carrots it, was, it wasn't a poncho it was carl's an actual. Carrots. That's <laughs> the carl's one. carrots that's the one yeah
0: carl's yeah. carrots yeah so um <laughs> that's probably that place probably exists
1: somewhere it probably, it probably does and, i love it you know. yeah they say you ring if you buy the ring and they're like hey man would you like to buy something else so um so i i bought her the ring and she loved it and uh about a year Six months ago, like, the ring popped out. We got it fixed, put it back in.
2: New prongs and everything. New prongs
1: and everything. Well, yeah. a couple months later, it popped out again, and this time we couldn't find it. Ooh. I think our robot vacuum, just sweeping through the house, had eaten it up. At some point, it gotten thrown away. We could not find it. And so, I'm like, oh, i got to get you another ring. But I'm like, I don't have the money to Mm-mm. get you... Something really nice, and we could wait. And she's like, I'll just get like a placeholder thing. And so she bought this thing on Amazon <laughs> and got way more compliments. Oh, sure. By far, yeah. than I the did. real ring that I had slaved to get her. And she's like, And now I don't worry about it. Cause like, I, if I lose it, no big deal. If it gets hurt, no big deal. I'm like, Well, I'll get you an, a new diamond eventually. Not that big, but something. <laughs> and she's like, I'm not really worried about <laughs> it. She's oh, I'd that. rather have lower experience. your expectations, Ash. Don't be so, too excited. <laughs> in other words, like, you know, she's happy. She's happy with it a you know less expensive ring but but a really nice trip together and so yes. we last year we went to costa rica and it was awesome and it, even that wasn't that expensive Mm-mm. it was a couple hour flight um you know not super expensive when we got there but a gorgeous
0: country we and for Sweet us when we get people. to a new place like nobody that,
2: offered in pot right out of the gate yeah it's great it was
1: it was a really it was really nice
2: yeah
0: second honeymoon we're gonna we're gonna incorporate that somehow. Yeah. Well, there's a, and there's
1: a pod- naked marriage podcast episode called have Second Home. We a whole honeymoon.
2: episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes.
0: It's brand new. Okay. Uh, so people don't always know that you guys live in two places. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Kind of. I mean, you know, home is Augusta, mm-hmm. Georgia, Evans, Georgia, that area. Uh, but y'all do come here once a month, spend some time, record the podcast. Uh, you're you've got two states under your belt, uh, <laughs> which is great. The um, I still
1: have my Texas driver's license, so I feel like it's official. I've got. Two, two residences.
0: Yeah. Yes. Uh, and is that back and forth? Is that, I mean, don't tell me on camera on, is it manageable? You guys feel good about th- that? The season of life. Cause you all have four boys. Mm-hmm. It is busy, 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 busy. So it speak is. to how you guys keep the, keep the energy level up. What's, what's the, is there a vitamin IV going on yeah. <laughs> most of the time?
2: You know, honestly, it's been really good. I mean, I think the kids, we've gotten into a routine where they expect it. And I, I mean, a huge key ingredient is our nanny, Kara. Like, she's our overnight nanny. We don't, you know, our kids are all school age. We don't have to have a nanny during the week. This is just someone who comes in when we have yeah, to go overnight. Yeah,
0: she does not like live with us or anything. Does like your that. oldest help? He, they, some. They help. He can
2: help, yes. And he yeah. drives now, but he's not really old enough to take care of all the kids. Sure. I mean, right. he thinks he is. He's mentioned this, and I'm like, that is crazy. But anyway, um, Kara is awesome. You know, she's 30 years old, married to a military doctor, and they don't have kids of their own yet. And about five years ago, when we signed on with xo we were doing more travel and um one of our friends encouraged us she kind of had you know she travels and speaks as well and she's like you need to get that point person you need to pray about a person that is your main nanny that you can depend on and we prayed about it and we came with the same like we're like maybe that Kara girl that we met that our neighbor introduced us to and sure enough Kara was so excited about it and so she, um, her whole job like is, and it's a weird schedule, you know, but she's ready yeah. monthly. She does this, you know, she comes, watches our kids in Georgia while we come to Texas for a couple of days. And then when we do our speaking engagements, she comes in as well. And, and it's been a huge yeah. She keeps
1: them right in their flow. Um, and, and we're, we're in and out and yeah, it's, we it, keep
2: really short. Like we try to have small yeah. margins. And
1: we take the kids sometimes like next, you know, during spring break, we're going to bring the whole kids here for the whole week mm-hmm. and they still have friends here. So we're going to. So, when we can, we we travel as a family, mm-hmm. and we're gonna like do a speaking event um, next weekend, and we're gonna drive and take take the kids to that. So sometimes when it works out, we'll all go together. But I don't know, like our our schedule is definitely a unique one, mm-hmm. but I love what we get to do, and I love um, how much we're able to do from home so that when we're home, it's like I feel like we have a lot of availability and accessibility for the kids. We you do. know I can take them to school, pick them up from school, We can beat all their stuff. Um, the work we do is, you know, is flexible. Our writing and social media and different things that we do from home is, is flexible. And, and then when we're not there, um, they've got somebody that, that is just great at, at helping them get all the places they need to go. So it's a unique, unique life, but uh, nice. it's it's really fulfilling for us to get to do what we do and to get to feel like, you know, we've got so many friends in two places. That we really have two homes. And, um so it's been a you gigabyte. put a
0: lot of your life on the internet, too. I mean, there's 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 <laughs> yeah. parts of your life that people get to ex- experience with you and the road trips. I saw every once in a while, I'll see you guys putting a video up or a <laughs> photo <laughs> yes. up of a road trip, which is special because you can go back and kind of have those memories. Mm-hmm. I always wonder if what my dad and mom would, if they had cell phones back then, yeah. like this this whole part of my life would be now living in cyberspace, uh, which is interesting concept, uh, I think to some degree I would like that but if there's other parts of me that are like
1: <laughs> yes. glad to have the privacy could we, never we, run for president we, exactly. <laughs> right. well I could never run for sure uh, just with stuff on YouTube already but yes. we try to like find that tension not well recognize the tension of like wanting to ha- share some memories with the kids and have some of that for posterity that we can look back on but also protect their privacy too and mm-hmm. so sure. as yeah. they get older especially to be really mindful of like hey do you what do you think about pastors this pastor's
0: kids have no privacy I'm sorry Yeah, yeah. I know. We try. The most embarrassing parts of my life are sermon illustrations. (laughs) This is the truth. It is. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, boys. I'll pay for
1: your future therapy. I'm so sorry for some we of the stories I've shared. We usually ask
2: him. We do ask him. We're like, can we use this? Like, I recently spoke to our youth group. Like, I volunteer with the ninth grade girls in our youth group at church. And they said, hey, we're doing a relationship series, and we want you to talk about finding the one and does the one exist and all that kind of thing. And I actually, Connor, our second, our first one goes to a separate youth group, but Dave had him come to watch me, and even our littles came, too. And then Connor, the one who's a ninth grader who's in the youth group, uh, you know, I I... I told him what I was going to talk about, but I gave him this big shout-out and was like, if you don't know Connor, get to know Connor. (laughs) He's awesome. I'm like, he is awesome. He took it in stride, but I thought, man, I did the very thing that I said I wouldn't do, you know, with
0: uh, it's hard. It's hard when you're on stage not to do that. I've I've done the same thing to one of our interns here. Well, I'm not going to name him anymore. (laughs) It's just just too easy of a punchline (laughs) when you're on stage. And you you know it's going to bring a laugh because people, it just kind of (laughs) lights the mood because everyone wants to know that there's a single person at a marriage conference. Yes. I don't know, Wes. Sorry, buddy. Uh, he's, he's a
2: good sport. He's <laughs> a he's great a good sport. sport like, that's yes. part, of,
0: part of the reason. It's because he's so happy about it. That it's, it's kind of funny. But yes, I'd get calling your son out in the middle of that would be uh, he probably.
2: Took it, he took it well.
0: He probably yeah. loved it, too. It's yes. like, oh, yeah, I'm saying. He well. likes it. Our yeah. oldest one would not have taken
1: it as well. No, he's I think he's you more have up to know tight. your kid's
2: personalities. No, Cooper literally would have been like. What Mom, what in the world? What in the world? <laughs>
1: but Connor's like,
2: oh, that's cool. Thanks, Mom. He, he <laughs> joked about it. and I, you know, it they're, was all, they're all different. Yeah. They are. We, yeah. had,
0: we had a birthday party for Ashley last night. A bunch yes. of people gathered at a restaurant to uh, to celebrate Ashley.
2: It was so sweet and, and
0: fun. Shout out to Israel and Holly for the hat.
2: I know. It's I one know. of the
0: gifts from us night. Yeah, she's yeah, wearing a gift. But there was a conversation that we had uh, amongst some of the couples about DoorDash. Do you guys DoorDash?
2: Yes, we actually did with um, Panda Express the other day.
0: That was Doordash. Yeah. Yes, it was cold, but so it
2: was, normally was warm. cold. I it's had to give it warm. a four star. Like I won't even. It really was a two star, but I didn't want to hurt the girl because I didn't know if it was the restaurant's fault or her fault. So I gave it a four. I hope that was fair.
0: Well, but, we were just yeah. talking about how. I mean, we Doordash all the time. It's yeah. ridiculous, and it's ridiculous what you pay for. And and I had to admit that the restaurant we were at last night, we've actually DoorDashed from there. And
1: and you're walking distance (laughs) to it. I was going to say, you can walk to
0: this place. I know. (laughs) But when it's cold outside. (laughs) And you don't want to get out. And so we were talking about all these stories of DoorDash. And then one of my buddies uh, who lives in Amarillo, they had like a snowstorm up there. And his son was home alone. He could drive. He was 16. But he just decided to DoorDash a Sonic Shake. Wow. (laughs) And I think it ended up costing like $15 for the Sonic Shake. And he got home. And he said that the... Problem was the price, but it was also he knew his son was probably gaming like with his headset with his yes. hoodie on. And the guy, the poor guy that brought this shake yeah. in the <laughs> blistering cold <laughs> oh on treacherous gosh. roads, was probably like, "Here's your shake," and he was probably like,
1: "Yeah, just it's like Downton Abbey <laughs> for a little kid. Like, yes, Carlson, bring me my shake. You know, I oh play gosh. my video game. This is the <laughs> world we live in <laughs> with
0: Doordash. And I don't. I would t- we were talking about last night. For me, it's worth. I'll spend a little bit of extra money." for the convenience of it, yeah, to a point. I mean, like Chick-fil-A, going through the drive-thru, paying like $11 more to have some person do the same thing. I don't know. I don't know if it's a thing for your kids, but my kids are, what are we door-dashing tonight?
2: Yes. No, the no. kids, I mean, if Cooper knew he could do that, he would have done that.
1: Yeah, we, we haven't revealed that. So he that cannot know that. Once he discovers that, it's going
0: it, to be on,
2: No. Because yeah. we do have two gamers in the house. And, well, now you, yeah.
0: can, you can door-dash, like, groceries.
2: Which I think is awesome.
0: Yeah, and what I,
1: I hate going to the grocery. Yes. I, I bagged groceries when I one of my first jobs. I've had a, a bunch of jobs. Makes me appreciate my job at Exo so much yes. because, you know, I've worked, I've made pizzas, I've delivered pizzas. You look like Kurt Warner. Uh, yeah, right. I'm Kurt That's Warner, right. except not rich and famous. But yeah, same same backstory. Um, but uh, <laughs> you bagging groceries, and I remember thinking to myself as I bagged all those groceries, like I can't wait to just get to the point where I don't have to bag groceries anymore. And guess what I do now. I bag groceries Walmart, every yeah. time I go to the store. Except I'm like, Publix. Like, I've got to go bag my own groceries. In, in Georgia, we I'm have Publix. It, have you heard of Publix? Huh? Okay, sure.
2: And they literally, they're like the Chick-fil-A of grocers, wouldn't you say? Like, yeah. Where they truly, pleasure their pleasure. pleasure. Yeah. When I had little babies, they would literally say, like, the, you know, the kids are crying. They would hand them a snack and a sticker, and I was like, God bless these people. Like, I'm going to come and pay yeah. more. Because you actually care about me. Walmart doesn't care about me. And I still will go to Walmart. Go. They
1: know. It's like an they abusive relationship. Prices. It's like, you can't escape. You're not going to go anywhere else. <laughs> we're Walmart. You know? I can treat you like trash, and you're going to come back tomorrow.
0: And I do. <laughs> like. Sucker.
2: I know. We're such
0: suckers for it. Uh, yeah. We were talking about stuff. If the technology goes away, if, if internet goes down, electricity's out, most people won't know what to do. They, they won't yeah. know how to... How do I survive? So they just be hitting their phone over and over again. Yeah, trying to get, wake up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> Started looking for squirrels to eat or something. I know. <laughs> so I, I I really do uh, feel like this is a good season for y'all. And the new book, The Counterfeit Clina, Climax, is book, I don't know, five maybe with Exo Publishing. Yeah. To include Think Like Jesus.
1: Who came up with and I love yes. that title. Who is it that came up with mm, that
0: title? Her name that? is Joni, and she's on the Exo Marriage team. She <laughs> she started with, <laughs> she started the path, and I've i finished the, the 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 run. I sprinted towards the the exit of that, of that door You're, of that it, was, it was.
1: the word climax. The word climax came it. out of my mouth. That's right. And, and then, so yeah.
0: did um, we're going to bleep this out. So did uh, holy orgasms mm-hmm. uh, was another hey, po- title. That, we've, we've, we we no, we. This was this there was out, no bad ideas. We're going to do the good stuff. That's, that's right.
1: That's the, that's actually the next book.
0: Holy orgasms? Holy yeah.
2: Orgasms. That's Holy Holy
0: dash O. I know. It
1: sounds like a, like a church cereal. <laughs> like <laughs> a, Yeah, we're going to
0: have We're we're going to have to on YouTube make sure this is not for kids. It's going to be so like so bad. Uh, okay, sorry. 18+. plus. Uh, <laughs> but. we have said well that is one of the
1: awkward parts of, of the job I'll say is like our parents and our children know that we talk about sex. Living in essence, and yeah. they're simultaneously proud of us and ashamed, like because they, they well, don't. it's
0: true. And I, it's and I, and just, yeah. from an HR perspective, I'm always like, Where's the line? Whenever you're part of the job is to come up with titles, mm-hmm. like, Why is it awkward to say masturbation or whatever it is yeah. you're talking about? That well,
1: it is touchy, okay. <laughs>
0: Goodness. It's,
1: my, it's, my, it's my favorite masturbation joke so uh, i apologize to eric our producer he's he's heard all we did a whole Eric's episode on masturbation and yeah. i and i just went on like this of like really in just bad references and I, I just said he
2: said it's handy or i, I can't remember said oh man no, I, was like, I think sweetie. when he when he
1: finally cut me off is when i said i just can't get a grip and, oh and, no and, and I, he said it's, it's, too too so much. it's too much and it's it was and it is again and you feel free to edit it out <laughs>
0: I'm not editing out anything. This is this is good. <laughs> but, again, I, I have to figure out where the line is where, you know, this is going to be helpful information for some people. Yes. You know, talking about it is very helpful to kind of get it out there. Most people won't talk about it. You guys do a great job of talking about Thank it. Thank you. The counterfeit climax is a, a very much a bravo because you did a great job of dealing with a difficult issue, difficult issues in sex and what happens whenever it goes wrong, whenever there's bad bad sides to sex mm-hmm. and it can. I mean, most, most people think of sex from a honeymoon stage, you know, that, that, that beautiful period of time when you meet and you're getting to know one another, but there's also times where there's struggles in that area. When there's struggles in that area, it's not good. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's really, it's really challenging. So the kind of climax talks a lot about, um, the, the issues that couples deal with, but you do it both together, which I like because mm-hmm. there's oftentimes a leaning towards just men and, and men are the ones that struggle with issues, whether it's porn or whatever it is. But women actually, especially these days, have just as many struggles. Oh, yeah. Then it leads, you know, as you go get older, women deal with menopause and other mm-hmm. things like that that can struggle, create struggles in marriage. So well done. So the um, the feedback from the book, what's it been like?
2: It's actually been really good. I mean, we've, you know, we're just now getting that feedback because it released, you know, not too long ago. And, um, People saying that they're having conversations they've never had. They're having kind of epiphanies they never had. They never realized what was really holding them back. And uh, and also, you know, we talk a lot about, like you mentioned menopause. We talk about different just physiological things that can get in the way of a great sex life. I mean, that's one of the, the many things we talk about in there. And I think sometimes, you know, people will go get help if they're having migraines all the time. Or they'll go get help with any kind of other issue. But when it comes to like a sexual issue... There's all this shame, kind of, that people feel, and they they just they think it's embarrassing, first of all, and they don't want to. They really don't know who to go to for help, and then they're like, well, maybe I can just like somehow get through it, or maybe this is just kind of my lot in life now. And so a lot of people have who've read this have written us and said, you know, I'm finally going to go see somebody about my hormonal imbalance, or I'm finally, yeah. you know, going to get. Um, I've had major mental illness. Uh, box and i need to get on some medicine for that you know and i i mean that's not a fix-all necessarily it's usually multi-pronged in in any kind of approach to healing but that that just makes us excited that you know people know they're not alone i mean if anything when they read this book i want them to realize they're not doomed that everybody goes through stuff you know just like any part of your marriage sex doesn't look the same the entire marriage Mm. it's going to look different and that's okay so yeah
1: well said
0: yeah, but some of this is controversial. I mean, there's there's certain people that are okay with certain things in in their sex life or whatever it yeah. is. And but as believers, we should have a little bit of a standard when it comes to dealing with certain issues. And I think the church is either silent or people kind of vacate all principles and they go towards, you know, trying to consume things that are unhealthy in the relationship mm-hmm. but the truth is is that if you're if you're struggling out there sometimes medicine is, is, a, is a fix yeah. sometimes there there are not just pills for guys but there's other things even for women to help regulate that yes. uh, in their life and uh, so it's not always it's not always something that's insurmountable sometimes it's a quick easy thing that you can address mm-hmm. all did a good job of, of talking the whole gamut of sex and, and the dark mm-hmm. side of it so well Thank done you. thanks the for counterfeit that. climax available now. available now where books are sold.
1: Yes. Uh, we're excited. We really are proud of it just mostly because I, I think it can help couples have conversations that they've maybe never had. Mm-hmm. And communication is at the root of almost every issue related to sex. Like mm-hmm. you've got to be honest about all of it, you know, what you, what you like, what you don't, your hang ups, your your fears, your insecurities, your fantasies, like just every all of it. And most couples we find don't really have those conversations. And so um, we hope if nothing else that the book will help people to kind of find some freedom of things that have held them back, false mindsets that have held them back or baggage from their own past and then guide them through some some meaningful conversations with their spouse along these issues too.
0: It's great. I'm I'm thinking about having to explain to my kids why I said masturbation on the ExoPod show. <laughs> uh, one of the things that I think is remarkable about you guys is the amount of content you crank out. And I just listened to David, uh, Donald Miller. He was talking about writing books. He said, if you're writing a book, you have to spend at least 90 minutes to an, uh, uh, to two hours a day writing for almost a year, two years in order to crank out a book. And it's not just like one of you are, is good at producing content. Both of you are good at producing content. So what's that rhythm for just getting to the point, even like when I'm texting Dave, I'm, I'm writing like two sentences it's taking me probably fifteen minutes <laughs> to figure it out, <laughs> and then he writes me back like a whole you know sheet of words. It's it's all really well done. It's like you just guys. Gotta... I
1: just keep them ready to copy and paste. I have responses planned that for is like <laughs> text me today.
0: Even that's remarkable. This is what that I'm you can re- find the copy and <laughs> <how
1: replace. laughs> What I'm going to say. Uh,
0: but it's true. I mean that's a that's a gifting. It's it's something that obviously you guys are good at, but also something you have to work at as well and, and develop. So speak to how you create that content. What's what what drives you?
2: Yeah. You
0: they're touching each other again yeah that's oh. a touching
1: uh well you know we we enjoy it i think that's part of it i think if you're doing something you enjoy it it doesn't feel as much like work and in th- any job any kind of any kind of work you do there's going to be yeah. certain things that you, you're like i don't like this part as much but but as far as like most of what we do and in particular the content creation we really enjoy it like we enjoy the process of of telling stories um we enjoy the process of of kind of piecing things together and trying to make make the overall story flow um you know what we we uh well, I I don't have that many skills like I say I'm I'm pretty good at trivia and um I can do a few impressions and I type fast and <laughs> so typing fast is is uh, I'm so thankful I took that class in high school yeah because it's 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 been something that's been helpful to just kind of be able to like quickly get a lot out and then go back and and edit later. But i we try to like just create a lot of content and then go back. Yeah. and the editing process is really kind of where the the book takes shape. And um we've blogged a lot, which gave us a head start, yeah, because we that's how we started out was writing you know a shorter form of like you know like five hundred to twelve hundred word stories and articles and different things. And so we got really comfortable doing that. And, Um, and then we could go back and kind of revisit some of that content and try to find a way to like retell that story or repackage it and build on stuff we've already done and because we created so much of that content for so long um, you know it helped us think in terms of like writing chunks of content at once and then putting it all together so it's been a journey we didn't just start out writing books and I didn't know that we ever would I mean I thought it'd be cool if we did but we started it started small and like most things, you start small and you build on it and you grow and then and then God provides opportunities to do the same thing on a bigger scale and 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 Brent, you and and the whole family here at XO has given us such a great platform and opportunity to do that, and we're just thrilled to get to do it.
2: We are, yeah. As far as um, I, I think the blogging really helped. I know for us you know, we are the ones who answer our messages on Instagram mm-hmm. and on the marriage page on Facebook and our emails. And I think because we do that, it gives us, it keeps our kind of our hand on the pulse of like what's really going on in people's lives and what they need. And so that's been really inspirational in, in kind of what do we need to write more about, or what do we need to have, a you know, what topics do we need to address on the podcast? And so sometimes we will write blurbs, like we'll just take a topic, write a blurb of it, and then kind of, keep it on our computer for when we can use it later. Mm-hmm. And um, also, I love researching stuff. So um, I geek out on b- whether it's like biblical research or just a topic research. And so sometimes i'll I'll kind of put that over here and then you know we'll find a way to use that. And, and you're the same way. You've done a lot of research throughout the years on different topics. And um, yeah, it just kind of comes together. and you know there's seasons where we're writing every single day, and then there's other seasons where, uh, not we're not writing as much. I mean, we're writing something every day to some capacity. But uh, Dave, his flow is a little different than mine. So Dave is more he he will just write all day, every day for two weeks and write and he'll have a book done. Yeah. Like he literally will. And for me, I I like to take more of my time. And I really I have to. That's why her parts are better. I wake up, That's not true. That's not true. <laughs> but I, it's just a different flow. You know, I'll wake up in the morning. And I, I'll i get, even though I'm not a morning person, as far as like being friendly, like I'm just not a morning person, I'm not awake yet, but my mind, my mind can write. Like yeah. I, you know, I'm there and I'll get, I can get a lot done in two hours and then I'll, you know, kind of do whatever else I need to do, but I kind of have to come back to it. Whereas you really like to, to plug on through. And then when we're, when we're doing books together, we'll each do our part, we'll bring it together. And then I used to teach English. So the English teacher in me is like going through with a fine tooth comb and like, you know, what have we repeated? Where are the, of course, all the little edits. And then of course we have a professional editor here at XO publishing. Mm -hmm. But, um, I think the more eyes you have on thing, have on things like written projects or projects of any kind, the better, because there's more, you know, people going through and saying, okay, we're going to, we're going to chisel away at like what the best form of this is. And so, yeah.
0: Check them out on the naked marriage podcast. Check out the counterfeit climax. It's an awesome new book from them. And also The Naked Marriage, (laughs) your very first book we did together, is still a groundbreaking, earth-shattering book. (laughs) Uh, It's one of the best marriage books out there. So I know you guys have to get to the airport, but thank you all for being on the Exopod Show. Oh, it's
1: our honor. Thank you. Thanks for being awesome.